suggesting we're the box office bomb squad. This is where we'll be breaking down some of the biggest bombs to ever hit theaters. Today's bomb is Terminator Dark Fate. I hunt Terminators. And I drink till they black out. So, <sighs> where do I start? Uh, the, the loss in this movie was surprising. Uh, because even the terrible, terrible versions of this film, like Genesis and stuff, did okay. But like this one here, uh, had an opening weekend of like only sixty-two million. Uh, I believe it only got two hundred million in our territories and like a worldwide of two sixty, which means it lost like a hundred million dollars. Uh, it was, it's considered a huge failure, even though the directing team. The bringing back the the all the right people were brought back, all the right writers were brought in, the right directors, everything seemed like it should work, but it failed regardless. So it was quite a surprise to most people. Without you know much else to say about that kind of failure, let's talk about it. Thank you. <laughs> so, starting out, uh, using some footage from previous films of Sarah going on a rant, uh, the de-aging technology and the face swap technology they used for the early Sarah stuff and the early Arnold stuff, fantastic. I really like that. I like the idea that it wasn't over uh, because it always seemed weird to me that it's just over because it's like, wouldn't they just keep sending them? And then we learn that that's exactly what would happen is they would keep sending them. Uh, to the point where they don't technically ever stop. Uh, and they kill off the main character of most of the films, John Connor, right off the bat. Which, honestly, I liked. I liked the idea that John was dead. I think that that was actually clever, and it, it allowed them to play with what they could do more. So I was not uh, against the killing off of John Connor. I agree. I... Uh... I mean, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. Well, but, yeah, you don't want to see a little kid be blasted with a shotgun twice. But at the same time, it's like you can't really bring Edward Furlong back. He's not exactly in acting condition right now. And the story just opens up with – and I think the one of the writers even said an unhappy Sarah is a much better Sarah. And this is kind of a depressing way to put her into that spot. But we do get a better Sarah because of her her depression. I agree. It's I, I I like the fact that they do uh, address, like you said, the fact that I mean Skynet would keep sending things. Yeah. Um, Why wouldn't they? Yeah, it's interesting that killing John Connor. I, I guess Skynet didn't anticipate that it would have the results that it had. Because uh, yeah. you never really know where the timeline differs, technically. Yeah, well, see, like, in, in, in when you really get into thinking about how this timeline works, it gets very confusing because uh, with the destruction of Skynet during the Terminator 2 films, which Terminator 2 is the is the prequel to this, uh, none of the other films happen. So 3, Genesis, uh, Salvation, none of those happen. Just we go, we start off 1, 2, Dark Fate. And... So we are saying that Skynet was stopped, but of course, a couple years later, something else replaced it. Which, of course, that is the hum that's human nature. 
<laughs> I mean, a company's not going to come up with a billion dollar, multi-billion dollar idea. And then whenever it gets destroyed one time, go, well, we're done with that, I guess. it's There's going to be people that are going to try to mimic it. I mean, look at, we can't say it too loud because it'll mess up the people at home, but look at uh, Alexa and uh, Google Home. I mean, they're, they're our Skynet. You know, they listen to us they, they and all of it's friendly and stuff like that. But this is obviously, you know, kind of partaking in a future where that stuff turns the wrong way. And instead of just having it be something that's supposed to help people, they literally were like, yeah, it's a war program. They just immediately pushed it into war. And I'm like, yeah, it seems right, too. Why, why even try to mix a uh, mix bag with it? It's just a war program. And it went crazy and uh, attacked us. So Judgment Day still happened. It just was postponed a slight bit. And that's it. Uh, I, I don't mind changing the future. Uh, it is kind of funny to me that the idea of the T-1000 and the T-100 or 900 or whatever, they still exist, but different. They're like, yeah, well, yeah, there's still exoskeleton robots and they're still metallic goo robots but they're black instead of silvers that's the you know big difference of time <laughs> but yeah uh, you know i have a lot of complaints about the robot design see i like the overall idea of the robot design quite a bit except i just it never showed one side or the other side being weaker without each other so why ever ever be a why ever be together I get that the the exoskeleton can't look like the dude by itself, which is fine. And if that's your explanation, fine. Yeah, when you need to get into a place, look like the dude. But why turn into the why share a body when you don't need it? It seems exactly. ineffective. Yeah, that was a big complaint of mine. Is why ever be together? And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. One of the things that they bring up with the T-1000, for instance, is the fact that he can, you know, they even, they address it directly in the in the movie, uh, in Terminator 2, that the T-1000 can't uh, mimic complicated machines. He can't make a gun. He can yeah. make blades. Well, the new guy... Uh, ver- version nine or whatever they were called, I forget exactly. Oh, don't get okay. I know where you're going. Don't get me started on this. So he makes, he makes a, a fucking gun. gun he makes but never gun. does so it again. Never does it again. Not a single time. <laughs> so it's all blades and blunt weapons for the rest of the movie. But this guy materializes a pistol out of goop in the very beginning. Now, now the, and not even a good arguments. pistol. Like I would expect, yeah. like a. a well, why would he have pistol. a space age future gun? Yeah. Yeah. So like. Obviously, the argument with that is he had a gun in that bag the entire time and that he the goo was actually the paper bag and that he just pulled the paper bag off of it with the goo and it was a gun. So that's the argument that's been made. But the problem okay. is we're not told that no. we have to figure we have to excuse a mistake because otherwise there's multiple times where a gun would have been really handy for this guy and he didn't have one. Like right. when Lin, when uh, Linda Hamilton, <laughs> when Sarah shoots him in the head when he's coming at the copter, he falls and then he just stares at her. But if he had a gun, he'd be like, pop, pop, pop. Fuck you guys. You're you're a setting target, basically, at this point. There's multiple yeah. times where he could have got the drop on him if he had a gun. And I don't understand. So here's even more. If I was an AI technology, why wouldn't I put some fucking guns on my robot? They're literally designed to kill. And they're like, well, 
We can't have them carry guns around. It's like, why? You you already admitted that there's energy weapons that exist. Arnold was trying to get one in, uh, I believe it was Terminator 2. He goes to that gun shop. No, it was Terminator 1. He goes to the gun shop and asks for an energy weapon. So energy weapons exist. So there are weapons without uh, ammunition. So it's safe to say that there's a good chance that you don't need guns. And guns seem to be very effective against and with it. So why not put some damn guns in this thing? It's, yeah, a, it's a design flaw that makes no sense. It's also a war robot with no guns. Yeah, well, and I mean, they they kind of explain it, but in a super haphazard way. And I don't remember which one they explain it in. But they do explain that this version of time travel, the reason they come through naked is because anything that's not, on, that's not part of your body is... it can't go but he's a yeah. robot he's a robot building them in it just man. put a gun inside of him yeah, yeah make his can... fingers have guns exactly finger guns because you can't tell I mean, me that there's not a way to make weaponry we and uh granted terminator 3 isn't canon but in terminator 3 when he pulls out a power cell he throws it out the window fucking a-bombs the desert like yeah. they clearly can carry expand uh, uh grace her power source is like a damn EMP. So it's like, you do have these not weapons that are constantly used as weapons, which why wouldn't you just have a fucking weapon? Like, come on, man. Like, just put some guns in your robot and save yourself a lot of trouble. Yeah, that thing was the size of, like, a TV remote, her power supply. Why not just, like, I don't know, put an extra yeah, one yeah. in there? She, for she, put, she had plenty of room, apparently. So I I don't know, man. I yeah. I get so baffled by that. Also, all the technology we have in our on our human robot hybrids crash from diabetes, I guess, because she had to get like insulin and stuff. But like, I was just like, okay, I'm okay with her having a limit to her power because it is a little unfair to make her just you know a hundred percent the same, like just having another robot, but this one has feelings. Sure. It's like, yeah, you gotta you gotta limit it, and I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, naked time travel. Obviously, they come through naked because. Flesh is the only thing to go through, and they've figured out how to put the exoskeleton inside of flesh that mimics flesh, which excuses why Arnold ages. And all of it, the thing about the Terminator franchise is they've usually had a really, and although sometimes it's full of shit, a really good explanation behind all of the things that happen. But not having guns is fucking baffling like put a gun in this robot for christ's sakes he doesn't need a dick give him a <laughs> give him a gun where his dick should be and i know he's got a dick because i saw terminator one and arnold hangs dong and he's walking up to him and you can see it and i'm like you couldn't see it flat, flat, yeah, you flat, couldn't flat. see it in the vhs release but when they put out the blu-ray release somebody was like touch that shit up people gotta see and you can like if anybody ever want to see arnold's dong watch terminator one 4k you'll see that thing as clear as day <laughs> Which good for Bill yeah, Paxton not I, reacting I to that, by the way. Well, you know the thing is, like, so he has this exo uh, the endoskeleton. Yeah. I mean, obviously that's part of mm -hmm. him. And again, you could build anything onto yeah. this. Yeah. Why? So maybe he can't use the guns when he has the goop on him. But how many? times did he yeah, leave the, the goop that, behind that robot it's not like it's brainless without him that thing drives a truck because he punches windows out of trucks like 14 times in this movie or out of helicopters or whatever yeah. whatever he's flying he just punches that window out constantly uh but yeah like yeah why why couldn't he why couldn't he have a gun like it's so simple like they were okay so here's the other funny thing this program was like man 
we gotta have our robots pretend to act more human so they can hide better. And this guy makes jokes and is charming at times and is able to act more human. Which, of course, is useful because Arnold's character, I'll be back, didn't act human. And people constantly were like, what is up with this guy? You know, why is he so weird and stiff? So this guy making jokes like, oh, expect a big ping, boys. My whole body's a weapon. I was like, I like this. But if they came up with a technology to give him snark, but they couldn't give him a gun at all? Like, come on, man. You're telling me they couldn't put a gun in that guy, an energy cannon or something. Or the the goo can form and seems like it forms anything at once. Why can't it form something that shoots projectiles? Why can't you pick up shrapnel and launch it? There's a lot of questions with this stuff that just I, – and I know you're not supposed to think too much about it. And obviously, you know, the movies don't want to think too much about it. It's time travel robots. It's not like they're writing thesis <laughs> papers on it. You know? But there is an issue with me. And like you said earlier, I, when he made that gun out of the bag, I go, whoa, 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 whoa. Did he just make a gun? And I looked it up and it's like, oh, he didn't make a gun. He had that gun in the bag. I'm like, well, thanks, director who told me that later. I guess we'll know that once we get the commentary, but we wouldn't know that otherwise. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, you know, and then with the goop thing, there are so many times in the movie that separating would have made his life so oh, yeah. much easier. When he's climbing up the crashing yeah. airplane. Why wouldn't you not have two of those things? I'm, you're, you're goop. You're yeah, fucking stretch. goop, dude. Goop into yeah. the airplane. And kill him from inside while your while your endoskeleton crawls up the plane. Yeah, there's uh, there's, there's so multiple times, times where I'm like, you know, if there was another guy here to help you, this would be a lot easier. Oh wait, you could have another guy here to help you, <laughs> but you never do. Uh, I mean, there's other issues I had with the film. I will, I will say I actually like the movie. Uh, it's probably my, it's my third favorite Terminator film, and it's the third best film. Uh, it didn't it didn't like hit some of the marks I wanted it to, but for the most part, it did all the stuff I wanted. Uh, but here's a weird question for you, right? They're in Mexico for the first part of this film. Uh, why? Why? Uh-huh. And I, maybe I'm wrong here, so don't judge me. I'm not a meteorologist. Why the fuck was there a snowplow? He chases them in a snowplow truck. <laughs> um, Is Mexico well, known for its heavy it, amounts it's, of the snow? It's not... I don't think it's technically a snowplow. I think it's a dump truck with a pusher oh, okay. on it uh, because it's not angry. All right. You know what? I'll give you that. But that being said, I'll I'll deflect from the hole you put in that one to the hole I'll put in it that that truck could have never caught up no. with that Well, there, if, if there's truck. anything James Cameron <laughs> loves, by the way, a little behind the scenes, James Cameron wrote action scenes that he had in like a notebook he wrote and were like, Hey, these are just badass action scenes I like. Make them fucking work. And the writers actually put it together and, and polished how these work. That's just, like he was like, Humvee, airplane, damn. It's gonna be awesome. Figure it out. Uh another and and but Cameron loves big trucks driving hundreds of miles per hour. He thinks that buses and trucks and he and he's done this in all the films. He just thinks they can get as fast as a regular car very quickly and very easily. And they are just absolutely indestructible. They just drive through other cars, flinging those motherfuckers 15 feet through the air without it slowing down at all. And that's a Cameron thing for sure. But like, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. That truck got that truck was fast. 
that was a sweet action scene. <laughs> or that or the pickup yeah. was slow. Well, it was a shitty together. pickup. So I will I mean I give it that. Yeah. Uh handy that that rebar was there. <laughs> yeah, right. I have one overarching complaint about the entire movie. And I th- I mean it is like the whole entire right. movie. I I did also enjoy like I I got I was entertained the entire time I was watching it. I was not very bored at any point. So I I enjoyed it. Um however, my one overarching complaint on the entire movie is that it was a reskinned Terminator. Well, yeah, 100%. Ele- I mean, element Linda, for element. Linda Carter's character straight up just says, "Oh, it's just this again. It's this again." I'm, they don't hide. They don't hide yeah, that but, at all. I mean, no, but I mean, even if not, even just the oh, story, yeah, the beats because yeah, you know, we get a friendly Arnold. Even even I mean, he should have been an hour into the film. Yeah, and he's very uh, you know uh, exposition for the whole beginning yeah. part of his thing. But for instance, with the just with the truck tr- uh, chase we're talking about. That is the semi yeah, the motorbike motorcycle semi chase from Absolutely. Terminator 2. Yeah, yeah. You know, and there are so many scenes that are oh yeah, and, I instead mean, of cookie cutter just instead copy of and cold, paste. they used hot for like trying to kill the the goo. Like they're like, well, it's not cooling yeah. it down. We're gonna heat it up by putting it in a turbine that is inside of here. Which, whatever, okay, that's not exactly how dams work, but sure, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's just. Just the open, open turbines, turbines where you could just get fucking sucked in and be mutilated. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, OSHA would have. Like, are they in America here? Because it looks like they're still in uh, South America by these standards. Like, there's no railings either. People fall off the sides of shit constantly, and I'm like, it seems like it'd be a little harder to do that in California. But hey, whatever. Uh, yeah, there are there are definitely complaints. A uh, big complaint I had: the brother and the dad character are very odd to me because. They're written in such a way that we're supposed to care about their deaths, yet we only get to meet them for 30 seconds and three minutes. And then they're killed off, and then we're supposed to worry and care about it, but we don't because we don't know these guys. And and maybe yeah. 10 more minutes with them would have been a little too much at the beginning of the film, but let them at least get to the border with them, you know, when they're trying to cross. Let them adventure with them slightly so we actually feel the weight of these losses instead of it just being, hey, that guy that wants to be Bruno Mars is dead. And that dad that's supposed to go to the hospital is dead. That's it done. And even Danny doesn't seem to care because halfway through the film, she starts making jokes and is in a pretty good mood. And I was like, uh, your family just was murdered, but okay, whatever. Yeah. Matter of fact, the only time we see her really get sad is whenever she has to kill, uh, grace and pull the, the thing out of her. She's like, you took everything from me. I'm like, you were really worried about him earlier, but now, since Grace is dead, you're worried, which the relationship there is baffling because there's definitely like a friend mother daughter thing going on. But then at times there's sort of a romantic tone to it, but it's like, it just go with it. Like, I know that they, maybe they were worried that people wouldn't see the film if there was a gay relationship in the front, but like, who cares? Just do it, just do it. And, and people want to get mad and blow hard about it. Who fucking cares? But like, uh, it, it, we weren't given enough time of a relationship building with any character to care about losing those characters. One of the only people we care about is Sarah, because at least we had two films with her. Uh, we understand her relationship with the Terminators, and we, we understand her relationship with John, and we understand her relationship with the future, and we care. 
we don't really ever care about Danny. They don't do a good job at making her seem all that inspiring, other than her saying, hey, we shouldn't be fighting each other. We should be fighting the robots, which is like, well, sure. That's all she does. Oh, and yeah. it's like, otherwise, you just have this, like, four-foot-two woman show up to be the savior of humanity, and that's fine, but, like, you never sold her as something important. Like, do something with her. Show that she did something. Not just talk to some people and, and got an army built. Show us that. We see a the the Rickon or Dickon from Game of Thrones. He plays Luther in uh Umbrella Academy. He's the the general that is leading Grace in the future flashbacks. That's weird to say. Uh <laughs> And where there's a, it's, <laughs> right? it's an injured Danny. She, he's like, get her inside. We see him talking and stuff, but it's like, couldn't we have had that be her saying we need to get this item inside and then her get hurt and then Grace be like, okay, time for me to kick shit in. Like, like give us some character building. Instead, we're supposed to like a character because they told us to, and I've never liked that in movies. Yeah, it, you know, the fact that Within the first few minutes of the movie, we see Danny's character storm into her boss's office and make demands. Means she is a born yeah, and I, leader. And, and, that's what. And that I feel whole like there could, like, but that's all we got. And like, couldn't you have shown? Yeah, that's, you know what would have been better? Exactly. The, all robots everywhere, and then the 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 director going, "Yeah, we're replacing your guys' job with robots, not just her one stupid brother." And then her going. But there's yeah. these people and like showing her lead a group of people into fighting this like that. Sure. Even that idea, that uh, analogy for what will be happening would been a would have been a fantastic scene. Instead, it's like, hey, I defend my brother because he's a moron. And obviously a, ro- a, a an arm with a towel at the end of it can do his job, which is all it was doing. Hey, it's at my station. I'm like, your job was to fucking buff the hood. That's what you did here. You moron. Like, come on, man. That brother was stupid. Uh, granted, he could drive and she couldn't, so I guess there's that. But, uh, like, there's there's a lot of little things that I nitpick, too, by the way. Like, Grace, we see her at, like, I don't know, at 12 or 13 in those ruins. She never changes yeah. her haircut. <laughs> she has that weird boy never. cut forever. Meanwhile, Danny's like, I'm going to go with cornrows in the future because I think that's cool. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Tactical, Tactical cornrows. cornrows. <laughs> Oh, man. Also, this, well, I was watching the film with uh, a friend of mine who is a uh, train enthusiast, right? And, of course, there's a train in this film. <laughs> it is the slowest moving fucking train ever. That train moves so slow that they're just, like, walking around on top yeah. of it. It's going, like, 20 miles per hour. I'm like, you could have ran and gotten there before this train does. The uh the board the border patrol yeah, the, stuff was really interesting to me because it was sort of like I mean super topical at the time the film came out too. Yeah, I, I, I don't know I, that whole that whole thing had so many holes in it for me that I started uh, that that might have been one of the scenes that took me the train out of the movie. No, no, not the train. The train. Obviously, the train had to slow down at that Nada yeah. station because if a train goes through a station and it's not stopping, it's going like, I don't know. I don't know how he might be able to tell me exactly <laughs> how fast trains go, but I can only imagine Pretty they fast, go yeah. 40, 50 miles an hour well, at faster least. Faster than that, yeah. You know. And they do, yeah. they do slow down so, through I mean, a populated area, sure, okay, yeah. But like we see it in the middle of the yeah. desert going 20 miles per hour. 
<laughs> like exactly. it never sped back up. Not and even the, twenty. The, the conductor was like they nonchalantly yeah, yeah, hop exactly, on. Exactly. Yeah. Then the conductor's like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> jump on. He does not stop any of those people. Yeah. He's like, yeah, get on, man. I'll slow down. The more, the merrier. As far as I look at it, right, <laughs> right. Uh, but the the border patrol scene, the fight scene. Uh, when the bad guy starts uh, knife, you know, sporking people yeah. constantly going through. I mean, it was a cool scene. But then it got towards the end where these guys are literally hanging yeah. on him to slow him down. And I'm like, number one, this son of a bitch has like Kool-Aid manned through so many things in this movie. And like eight Marines or eight Border Patrol people are slowing him down. I mean, and, ah, he, and he kills all believe those it. guys too, by the way. Like he's like just... He's oh, doing yeah. the old carnage Everyone. special slasher spike move from Marvel superheroes too, and it's like stab, 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 stab. You're like, oh, okay, well, those guys are dead. Yeah, no, no, yeah, well, yeah. Well, I mean, I always feel bad. But uh, who thought that was a good idea? Let's let's pile the lady on that was guy. checking them in killed thirty I of our friends for her because you know she's being told this ridiculous story about robots attacking her, and she's like, okay, whatever. And then when she sees the robot. She doesn't like uh, look at the girl and be like, "Whoa, you're right." Instead, she pulls her gun like, "Oh man, it's real. I gotta handle this." And then she immediately dies. Like she doesn't get a shot. Off. Oh yeah, she gets stabbed through the chest, thrown into a wall, and is dead. And I'm like, man, that character feels like he could have done something, like something with her. But like, no. Instead, you're just like, "Oh, she's dead. She's dead immediately." But like, yeah. Uh, Sarah says early on, "Oh yeah, I bet he can, you know, hack systems and see anything." And we learn about the drone thing. So, like, Grace is a fucking idiot when it comes to staying away from things. Like, she's constantly going places where she's going to get caught. And one of the the, the yeah. train station, obviously, there's going to be cameras there. They're riding on top of the train. They're not wearing hoods or trying to protect their identities at all. Put some sunglasses on, you know. Give us some incognito. Don't just, like, walk around with your metal pieces hanging out of your arm, never covering those, even with a bandage. Like... There, she's a really bad, like, well, she's a good soldier. She's just a bad, like, planner. I don't know. She just doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah. Uh, also, well, she fucks up everyone's prescriptions at the drugstore. Like, she, like, knocks all those pills over. I'm like, well, there's a lot of fucking people that need those, you idiot. Thanks. You know, that was nice. Fuck those people's day. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, man. We don't have your prescription <laughs> for your heart medication. It was fucking stolen by a robot. So uh, I guess you'll die. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, one of the things you had mentioned, uh, him being able to access information, that was another complaint that I had. He doesn't had, do it whenever um, it's useful? <laughs> over. Well, not only that, but overthinking it. For instance, he's sitting at the drone. Yeah. A console looking at the screens he wouldn't have to do that because you can't tell me he doesn't need the screens future, he's his they, head they is don't... screens he's a robot <laughs> well yeah but not only that but wireless yeah oh, come no. on are you telling me yeah, that it's like he had to the plug future, in they don't have was, wireless well, also exactly. if he would have let the cops take and then, her he could have just went to the jail cell where she is helpless and kill her instead he crashes yep. the drone and saves her and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> you saved her. She was fucked. You had yeah. her. And when he goes into the data center and, like, puts his hands on the cables in the data center and his, his goo goes into the cables and he hacks the World Wide Web in that way. I'm sorry. If you were that, if you were, if you had that much processing power with that smart of a cybernetic organism, 
you could walk to anywhere that had a network connection, put your finger in the socket and get whatever. Oh, there's you a needed. lot of times where his uh, what he can and can't do is very vague, but it's incredibly yeah. vague. Like he's able to tell all the border patrol to attack these people, and it's very important to attack them. Yet then, just a, a little bit later, Linda Carter's character, well, Sarah Connor, somehow. Like, is like, hey, guy that's my friend who's committing treason, can you tell them to let us do whatever we want and fly away from this? And they do. And I'm like, why doesn't he hack and say, hey, that guy's committing treason. He stole a, a, stole a thing and he's helping out these people. Yeah. They would have immediately been like, yep, that EMP's missing. He's a bad guy. Don't let him off the ground. But instead, they're just like, give him a plane. We don't need any. We don't need to see any identification. Yeah. And what an awesome setup. For a completely wasted Oh, the character. general? Yeah. Yeah. You don't know why he would commit treason yeah, no, for you're not the only person. You're the only person I commit treason for. I'm like, why? What did she do for you? Why? Yeah. <laughs> what history do you have? Like, it was a term... Did you... That, were you somewhere where out. a Terminator showed up? Like, what... There's a lot of, like, whys in this. Like, here's another stupid thing, right? So when they meet the uncle, the uncle's like, robots? No such thing. I don't believe in robots. And then... She's like, oh, yeah, let me use a knife and cut this fly in half. And he's like, well, I guess robots are real. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe you could have possibly <laughs> shown him your fucking robot arm that is wide open. Would he have not been like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of metal inside of you, lady. I guess you're a fucking robot. And he would have believed it right then. But said she's like, kill this fly. Yeah. Bad assholes killing an innocent fly for no reason. <laughs> but robots, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's robots. I, I do love that the robots. uncle was like, I don't believe it. Oh, I believe it. And then later he's like, ah, oh, I'm a, I'm a human trafficker, man. I, I see a lot of weird stuff. And it's like, you go back and forth on your opinions on things, but like, you need to really settle down and figure out how, what you feel about things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I was very entertained, but man, there's a you get, you just got to keep reminding yourself time traveling robots time yeah, traveling uh, robots. well i mean like there's parts of this movie that i just was smiling ear to ear anytime arnold and linda hamilton talk to each other anytime we get the terminator carl and sarah connor having any discussion i'm like in it their chemistry is so good because they're friends in real life and they're just so damn good together like I hate saying this, but Grace was boring. Like, I don't think the actress is bad. I've seen her in other things I like her in, but she was boring and she kind of took away from it. Granted, this might just be nostalgia poison. Nostalgia's poison, by the way. Don't let it. Even, <coughs> don't let anyone else tell you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I agree completely. The, uh, you start start pining for the fjords, you know. You you want the way things used to be, and because of that, the the change is bad. You know, I I completely understand that. I just had an assassination attempt on my life from, uh, <laughs> from a robot from the future, but since he didn't have a fucking gun, I just took him out with a microwave. Anyway. <laughs> uh, or another another complaint. How many times do we see this guy get like the, um, Grace's character hits him in the face with a sledgehammer yeah, yeah, multiple yeah. times, and he just keeps coming? But for some reason, there's multiple times that he's latched onto a vehicle and a couple bullets to the head knock him well, off his, the vehicle. His ability to take damage very <laughs> it varies greatly. There's times <laughs> where things will hit him and he splits and reforms 
instantaneously. But then with the chain, he is just getting cut all the fuck up. And I'm like, I don't. Yeah, it was super cool, cool scene, looking. Like, there's a lot of shit in here that's yeah. cool looking, but it doesn't really make sense. Like all the plane stuff is fucking awesome, but like. Like when they're standing, yeah. the plane's taking off and they're standing out the back, you know, I'm like, nope. And it's like their hair is not even blowing, really. I'm like, no, nah, that's not how that works. Not at all. No. Oh, man, there's no that plane is accelerating <laughs> yeah. relatively quickly. And it's, it's windier as you go up. It's not less windy. So it's like, uh, that's not how that works. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and a whole hour before we see Arnold and then the movie does get significantly better when he's in it. Uh, he has some great one-liners. Yeah. Uh, I know that Arnold is like, he loves comedy. He loves comedy, and he doesn't really want to do anything if he can't add a little bit of humor to it. So he gets like the good line about not being a physical relationship. The drape line is fucking great. <laughs> he, he wanted don't solid colors. It. I said, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> You need butterflies, you want the butterflies, dots, balloons, or the polka dots. I was like, I, I want, I want the sitcom of my husband is a Terminator. That's what I want. I want to see uh, what was her name? Was it Jessica? No, it was. Uh, oh man, I can't remember her name now. Alicia, I can't remember. But anyway, Mateo's the son. I want to see these two living in the woods with Terminator Dad, and then he makes a, a cut at Texas, which is pretty good. Where he's like. That Even with good. Skynet gone, I predicted that there would be like a 90% chance that this would happen. Plus, this is Texas. <laughs> Texas has guns. Uh, I was like, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, he just, he gets a lot of one-liners. And then, basically, once they arrive at the dam and his face is ripped off, he just doesn't talk ever again. He never really has a line until his very last line, which was cool uh i mean i liked him fighting uh i liked him getting his arm ripped off i liked the just there's a lot of cool stuff the visuals were great for the most part the cg was good um there's a scene where the human version of the bad guy jumps into the uh, the rev nine jumps some rafters it's real questionable looking but like when he's like a robot and he's the black mat it looks better because you're not trying to adjust to like how the light should hit it and that looked great. So I was like, just keep it as the robot, man. Just, you know, let's, <laughs> let's not do this. Um, I feel bad for the overnight dam workers. Uh, those guys just working overnight at the dam, you know, all uh, seven of them on top there. And then all of a sudden a fucking plane crashes. And then there's like a huge fight. And, and from what, here's another issue. They're like, well, it's over. Right. But it's not over at all, by the way, like nothing ended. They didn't do anything to stop, uh, what's it called, uh, Legion. They did nothing to stop Legion. They only stopped one robot. So Legion is still out there, still being built. And now the remains of Grace's cybernetically enhanced body, a T-1000 from the Skynet era, and the remains of the Rev-9 are all in this dam that is still standing. And I didn't see them take any of it away. So, like, no, can't they just... Someone's gonna find it. Someone's gonna find this stuff and be like, "Well, we're building something out of this shit." Like, you have like this great technology now. So I felt like that was a weird thing. Like, there should have been an ending where they—I know this sounds bad, but like they would have killed millions. But like, blow up the dam, do something to bury this stuff so that no one can ever find it. But like, they left it out in the open for as far as we know, because I doubt they went down in that hole, whatever that hole with spikes in the bottom of it was, because you know there's a fucking pit for Mortal Kombat. 
in every single turbine dam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one. Well, you got to. There's got to yeah. be somewhere to do uppercuts to people off of. You know, what, what else are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is Sparta. <laughs> so that was whatever. <laughs> but like, it's like you need to take these remains. They're very important. The entire plot of Terminator Two revolves around them leaving one arm from Terminator One and them finding it. That's the entire plot of the movie is that arm. And they're like, we're leaving whole bodies here. Yeah. It's like, well, well, there's Legion. That's how it was created. They're going to combine these three things together and go, look, now we have super soldiers that also think and feel. And you know what? Fuck it. They can carry guns. And all of a sudden, there's no human that can stop them. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Man. Uh, yeah. I, I mm, Bunch of dumb decisions by both good and yeah, bad I mean, guys. Lynn Hamilton wrong. was super cool in it, though. Like... She's gruff. She she aged herself up for the film because she didn't look quite old enough for the, where they wanted her. Uh, she dyed her hair gray and stuff. And Arnold, of course, grew a beard out, makes him look a little older. Uh, man, I just I really liked seeing them more than anything. And killing off Arnold just really doesn't work for me. Uh, I get that this franchise probably needs to get away from these characters. They need to get as far away as they can because. We tried the whole let's reboot it in Genesis and give us a, a new group of people, uh, but that was a that was a failure. That movie was bad. And then there was that other one. Uh, so, I, see, okay, so here's here's where I wanted to go. The most entertaining parts of this film, I love the chases, but man, I really want to see more post Judgment Day stuff. I love this war with right. These, they have flying ships. They have these tanks. All this cool stuff. I'm like, man, I want to see more of that. And we did get that in Salvation, which of course is a movie that people hate. Uh, it might be on our list even, and it's considered like a, a bad film. But it is what I want to see. I do want to see the human revolution against these robots. I want to see the what we're always so scared of happening because we only get these like quick moments and that's it. But man, I, I just really want to see more yeah. of that. I want the opposite of what every single Terminator movie yeah, has we, we, been to be the next step. We are always coming from the future to the past to get something in the past to save the future. I want the opposite. I want them to have to go to the back future to, the future. <laughs> to get something <laughs> back to the future. I want them to have to go to the future to get something to save the past. And that the whole movie is... Yeah, I, I don't think you know? that's unreasonable when you're dealing with time travel either. Like, why wouldn't it be something? Like, why wouldn't there be like, a, oh, well, if we get to the future and we get this core, we can bring it back to the past and create something to stop it. Uh, but obviously, it's too well protected there to do anything in the future because we're going to be swarmed with robots. But if we can get it to a time where there aren't robots everywhere and we can break its neural connection with the time stretch, you know, that's another thing is like, Arnold admits that uh, once that future no longer existed, he no longer was connected to it. And he just was kind of aimless, so he found himself a new thing. So why couldn't they do that? Why couldn't they find the big brain and go, we got to find the big brain, and we're going to shoot that motherfucker into the past. And we're going to break its connection and kill all the robots. And then, you know what? Judgment Day happened, but guess what? The robots no longer have a central mind, and they're all dead. There is a story there that would be very compelling. But, like, if they had time travel, why not strap that robot brain in and shoot it back to fucking prehistoric times and do a mud, like a fucking tar pit somewhere and we'll never see it ever again? 
Do you want laser raptors? Because that's how you oh, get Oh, I mean, of raptors. course, obviously, there's always the threat of somebody finding it at some point. But, like, I, I love that. <laughs> you're not wrong. I think I think you're dead on with the what if they had to go to the future to save it. And it's like, well, <clears throat> hear me out. Fan cast time, right? Um, Kyle's or John's future no longer exists, but Kyle Reese still exists. Kyle Reese being the father of John. Uh, what if Kyle serves under Danny? Kyle and Danny come back through time. They find they find Sarah Connor, and you know it, maybe a remade Carl or whatever. And they go, "We need you guys because you know these things." We are going to heist, steal the central computer, and then we need the Arnold robot to upload it so then we can send him back all the way to the beginning of time, as far back as our time travel will allow, and cause it to explode in the Big Bang. I don't know. Something like that. And then you're just like, there you go. Now, we don't care about the results. All we care about is seeing the future. We want to see this future. Like, we keep hearing things about it, like these plasma guns. And she's like, Oh, those are these kind of robots. I'm like, there's flying robots now. I want to see those. And like, of course the robot we have can't fly either, which is like put the fucking jetpack on the guy, but whatever. Uh, there's a lot of little things that I just feel like could be edited to make this so much more fun. Well, yeah. In the cutscene, uh, when we see grace get injured, they have like, it looks like rev a rev nine, but it's like doing an octopus thing. With tentacles, I wanted to see the Rev Nine in the movie. Well, he didn't do, do that. shit. I mean, how awesome was it? that? Oh, fantastic, he, man! He constantly That's gets his mouth ripped killing open, machines. so he looks like a like a fucking South Park Canadian. But he doesn't ever make those weird tentacles <laughs> that kill people. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh God. You know what? Uh, the the rest of what I want to talk about kind of falls into our next subject. So. Let's ask the question, should it bomb? So, I, of course, I always ask you first, do you think this deserved to bomb? Yes. I do. Um, more, more because of the copy and paste that they did with Terminator 2 than any of the holes that I could possibly poke into it. I enjoyed it. I was very entertained with it. And I will watch it again. I liked it enough. I will watch it again. So I think it's a good movie. But I don't think it's good enough to succeed. All right. I, I can't argue with your uh, how you got there. But I do not believe it should have bombed. I think that for the first time, they got Cameron back for some writing. They brought in Tim Miller from Deadpool and uh, Into the Spider-Verse to do some writing. They brought back Linda Carter. They brought back Arnold. They did all the right things. They did all the right things, and they put it out at the right time, unlike Blade Runner, which, of course, did a lot of the wrong things. This movie, even critically, is considered fine. Like It's got like a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, so even critics liked it. Uh, I don't know why this movie failed as bad as it does. I don't feel like it should. Maybe for the exact reason you dislike it is why I like it. Um, 
it's a little bit of Force Awakens poison. You know, it's maybe that nostalgia played up on me a little too much because I was definitely a Terminator, RoboCop kid. Robots were my thing more than anything else. So I grew up in that era that I loved that stuff. So maybe I have a weak spot for it. But I do not feel like it deserved to fail. And I don't feel like this new franchise led by Danny, uh, even though I'm very uninterested in that character because they never made her compelling enough for me to care uh, I am interested enough in Sarah to see more of her. I, I feel bad that we are going to be robbed of any future films that take place in this universe. Uh, with that being said, I'm also kind of okay with it since Arnold will not be returning. Unless another, like he said earlier, by the way, if you remember correctly, Terminators just keep showing up and she keeps killing them. So another one could show up and all she has to do is, I don't know, Maybe she took his brain chip out, and she's going to replace it, and we'll get a Carl again. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I, I don't feel like it should have <laughs> bombed. You do feel like it should have bombed. I think we are both I think we both have points that are there. Uh, I am interested to hear what people have to say, because this one was very mixed. A lot of mixed reviews on this film. Just all over the place. Uh, granted, I didn't... I wasn't bored. I, I liked watching the whole thing. Uh, it's not like a cult status movie that... It deserves where people go back and watch it once a year. But it's definitely a movie where if someone's like, let's say someone's never seen Terminator and they're like, yeah, you know, I've never seen them go watch one, two and Dark Fate. And that's it. And I think that's enough for them to get the full story and not have to worry about it ever again. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I might might add in if you have time, watch Salvation. Because it, it was it yeah. was decent, although people don't seem to like I think, it. I, I, I do it. think partially that movie uh, failed, not because it was a bad film, but because of the Christian Bale backlash at the time. I think that's probably a yeah. Big matter of fact, if it. you could put just yeah. a cut of uh, him, oh, good for you, la di da, in right about here. Oh, good for you. <laughs> that way, people can get what remember what I'm talking about because <laughs> that was like one of those moments of like celebrity stuff that I was like what is going on? I, and I get it like, you know, whatever, but like, I, I didn't enjoy that movie. I enjoyed seeing the other robots. I love seeing the ones with like mid range with the flesh and everything. I like the one that they're programming to be more human. He's and that was what a brilliant idea. Like, why don't we make one not know he's a robot? That way we can infiltrate better. Brilliant. Uh, but we'll, we might discuss that film later. Cause I believe it is a failure that we will hit. Uh, Speaking of discussing uh, a failure, Mr. Miller, please cue up the scary failure bomb machine and tell me, what are we watching next? Ooh, I can't wait. Let me pull this chain start here. Okay. Our okay. next okay. movie is number 36. 2015's Fantastic oh, Four. Oh no! It's also it's it's <laughs> Fanforstic, by the way, is uh, how that movie is spelled. Uh, Fanforstic. <laughs> well, you know, I guess uh, enjoying a movie is you know fleeting on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and boy, do I have things to say about this one already. Uh, the movie list, give it, and <laughs> yeah, take yeah. it away. Well, we're definitely going to get a, 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 a. I'm probably going to lose it again on this one because there's a there's a a subplot in this film that drives me fucking batty. So uh, if you enjoy <laughs> me like taking years off my life and possibly creating another heart attack situation, uh, please 
tune in next time to listen to that. Oh man. <laughs> so uh, anyway, like us on Facebook. You know, we're the Box Office Bomb Squad on there. We'll post every other week what's coming out. Uh, we'll start doing a little more uh, Q and A's on there, talking to people once things pick up a little more. Uh, you can also email us if you have if you want to do one of the intro songs for Let's Talk About It or Should It Bomb or What's Next. If you want to do something like that, that's fun, or even uh, an intro. You can uh, contact us at magictalkybox at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to complain or say we're wrong or right, you can also email magictalkybox at gmail.com. And in the meantime, you can follow us individually on Twitter. I am Brando Supreme. Uh, that's just like Taco Supreme, except Brando, like Marlon Brando. And Jesse, where, they, where can they find you? Uh, Twitter's the best place, and that's at Pen of Doom. That's P E N O F D O O M. Click, click. Anyway, everybody, uh, thanks for <laughs> this adventure through time and space with goo robots and, you know, bad haircuts. <laughs> nice. Thanks, guys. Speaking the right color. It's the texture, the weight of the material. One wrong choice. Yeah. You okay? They can destroy the look of the entire room. Fine. There was this one customer that came to me. He wanted to have solid colored drapes in a little girl's room. I said, don't do it. You need butterflies, polka dots, balloons. <laughs>